Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The bigger your dream is, the earlier you're going to have to get up. The longer you're going to have to stay up. The bigger your dream is, the more effort you're going to have to put in. What do you do when a thousand other people want exactly what you want? I'm fascinated by the game of opportunity. If you want to be an anomaly, you've got to act like one. Listen to me. Luck is for leprechauns. And you ain't green. And I'm begging you to see yourself right now today as average. As no better than anyone else. The wonderful news about the human condition is you can get good at anything that you set your mind to. It's just not going to be easy. If you're willing to go beast mode, you can have whatever you want. But this is not a time for any of you to take your foot off the gas pedal. It's not a time for any of you to kind of slow down and to kind of get complacent. What do you do when you're not the only one that wants to make a million dollars in your company? You're not the only one that wants to be the president. You're not the only one that wants to be the CEO. What if you're not the only one that wants what you want? What if there are thousands of other people who want what you want? You have to outwork them.
you think I'm gonna work hard for 10 years, then I'll relax. And if that's what you're thinking, this ain't for you. If you do not do what you're doing right now well, your goal is just going to be a fancy desire, isn't it? Whether it's fear or anxiety, whatever it may be, I believe that every single person who's going out to chase their dreams has those voices in their head. I think it's part of the human experience. Stay strong, have faith, keep pushing through. I've said this before and, and I'm living proof of it, is that on the other side of your struggle is something good. On your other side of your struggle is something better. On the other side of your struggle is some sort of success. So I'm here to tell you today that you can have anything you want, be anyone you want, but you're gonna have to work. See, dreams, aspirations, they're not easily obtained. But one of the hardest things to do is to keep going, is to keep chasing. You don't realize your dreams are so important because your DNA, who you are as a person, is wrapped up in your dreams. Go after this thing called life. Don't look back and have regrets. Understand that you're at a place and a position right now with hard work and valuing people, nothing can stop you, I promise you. Working your land will change anybody's life. There's a proverb that says, he who works his land will have abundance. But if you chase fantasies, you lack wisdom. And people say, well, what's your land? Your land is what's in front of you. If you're in the seventh grade, work your seventh grade land. If you're, if you're the cameraman, work your land. If you're a janitor, work your land. If you're a single mother, work your land. Your land is what's in front of you. So I started studying the law of the harvest, of working your land to get a harvest. You gotta plow the ground, you gotta plant the seed, you gotta water the seed, and then you reap a harvest. And I think that mostly in the age of social media, people see guys like you and Gary Vee and others, and they think that they can go from bam to bam. It's not gonna happen. You gotta work your land. You gotta plow, 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 plow. And you gotta plant the right seeds. See, if, if we go back to your life, somewhere, somehow, somewhere, somehow, you were planting some good seeds. And one time, and if I bring up Oprah once in a while, because I love her, she's, she's my real sister. We were, we were just me and her in her backyard. And she goes, I love the work your land because she goes, it's right. I planted the right doggone seeds. See, every day you got, you got negative seeds and positive seeds. And, and people that are selfish, man, you're just planting negative seeds that are not going to come back positive. So when you plow and you plant the right seeds and you water them, which is repetition, it doesn't look like it's going to grow. <laughs> come on, man. You're working at Taco Bell, making gorditas, taking care of the chihuahua. doesn't look like it's working. All of a sudden, man, payday is on its way and that harvest just starts to kick. Another sunrise provides another opportunity for you to undo the unwise things that you did that almost led to your academic demise. Since health is wealth, you exercise your option to revise your study habits. And to the surprise of not only you, but all of your instructors and advisors, you all of a sudden appeared smarter and wiser. See, they had you flagged for failure, but never had the heart to tell you. 
I know so many students can relate to the struggles in this story. But very few ever overcome and achieve the glory. Because so many fit into the woe is me category. Instead of the oh it's me category. Which nine out of ten times it is. See you're the one that keeps getting to class late. You're the one that decided not to study because you had that date. You're the one that never asks questions and keeps making mistake after mistake after mistake. You're the one that keeps making excuse after excuse after excuse for why your academic status is in an unsatisfactory state. So the question I have for you, why are you even enrolled in school if you have no desire to try? I think I know the reason why. It's because you forgot about your why. And this is the very moment I need you to go stand in front of a mirror and look yourself eye to eye. It's hardship time. Because you were born with greatness embedded in your soul. You were born with a gift to share and a phenomenal story to be told. You were born with a will to succeed and the brilliance to create and achieve goals. You were born to be mentally and physically rich and receive your part of gold. But up to this point, your storms have not produced a rainbow. And thus it's time for you to take a different angle, a different approach. So right now I'm your new mentor. I'm your new coach. And I'm not here to stroke your ego. I'm here to get you away from them turkeys and back to soaring with them eagles. Because you forgot that you said your why was to be the first one from your family to graduate with honors. You said your why was to never again be average. And to do that, you had to be a scholar. You said your why was. You fill in the blank. And let that be all the fuel that you need to put back in your tank. And now that you re-energized, I expect you to quickly rise up your class rank. And get back on track to graduate, which means more money in the bank. You can thank me later. But right now you got a paper that's due. And you got to do what you got to do, which means focus, concentration, and execution until you get through. So this is the moment that your gray skies of academia turn blue. You told all your slacking friends to do them because you're about to do you. Because you refuse to be in that 57% of students that don't graduate on time. Your light was dim and flickering. But now it's about to shine. They might not like it, but they got to respect it. Greatness requires planning. So you created a daily success checklist because you were failing miserably because you were unprepared and reckless. But the new you was ready. And so you had a one-on-one -on -one with your advisor and even visited your own campus career specialist. You're the definition of an overcomer. Because you would never fall, even in the winter, spring, or summer. Through all of your pitfalls and blunders, you kept on dancing. Even if it was to the beat of a different drummer. So this is for any student who feels like their life and school balance is unbearable. For any student who feels like in a certain class they're just doing terrible. Any student who feels like the damage to their grade is unrepairable. Any student who feels that giving up is acceptable.
because giving up is unacceptable. And for an incredible individual like you, I know you're human and at times you will be skeptical. But please believe me when I say, any mistake you made is correctable. And you just have to remember, you have impeccable strength to power through and overcome any hardship. So let this propel lift and give you the inner fight to remember your why and your gift and help you create that middle shift that allows you to pick yourself right back up whenever you slip. And remember, all of your falls and trips are preparing you for that magical trip and the ultimate feeling of satisfaction and elation you'll get when you walk across that stage with your arms held high, get your diploma, and throw your cap up in the sky. Scream and celebrate! Job well done. It's what that moment will signify. You are an unbreakable force. And don't you never, ever, ever forget that. This is a great day to win. Through our biggest failures, sometimes the most amazing opportunities will sprout right before us. How many of you in the last six months has had an idea that you would have liked to implement that you did not act on that you wish you would have? I have the opportunity to step on the campus of Princeton University, the youngest of seven, Mom went to high school and I'm looking up and I'm in Princeton, New Jersey and I'm, I have so much passion inside. There's so much pride in me and the, the way in which I'm walking on campus is not just like everyone else, right? There's something that's pulling inside of me because I know how many people have sacrificed for me to be in that situation. And the beautiful thing about being in a situation where people have sacrificed for you is that you have the power of so many people. Why are we doing this, right? And there are certain people in our lives that allow us to continue on, that allow us to push forth. I stand here as one person, but I come as 10,000. I stand as one, but 10,000 support me. Because the way in which we operate, many of us operate in the, in the practical, what we're doing. Every day we do what we're doing. I know that my job from nine to five is to do this, right? Then several of us maybe take that next step. How we do it, do we do it with passion? Do we do it with conviction? But there's this next step that's amazing. Why are you doing what you're doing? Who's your why? Who are the people in your life right now? Who are the people in your life who you can see their face and you say, you know what? Because of you, I will do more, be more, and become more. Because of you, I will do more, be more, and become more. Every time I get the opportunity to tell my story, I start with my mom. She is me. Her heart is my heart. 
everything that I do, I know the sacrifice. I know the sacrifice. And the most amazing part is I believe that each and every one of us can bring that passion to what we do if we remember who our why is. Each and every one of you has a story to pull from, has an experience like nobody else. Each and every one of you has sacrificed. Each and every one of you has had people who have sacrificed for you to be in the situation you are in today. And sometimes, sometimes, as we go through the day-to-day -day of what we do and how we do it, we forget that why. We forget about the people who have sacrificed and we lose our fire. There were so many times I didn't think I was going to graduate. I'll be 100% honest with you. There were so many times where it was so difficult. And I remember in 2013, and this is kind of my story, the reason where that TED Talk came from, the reason where, why I wrote How to Network in College for Students. And I can remember graduating, imagine, from the number one academic institution in the country, unemployed, and going, what? And spending the next six to nine months thinking, what on earth is going on in the world? I thought I did everything right. But it's a beautiful thing. How, how many of you guys know that through our biggest failures, sometimes the most amazing opportunities will sprout right before us? Right? And amazingly, that failure for me made me change my questioning. It made me change my questioning. I returned to Princeton University, worked just like you in administration in the athletic department. And I'm looking around and I'm remembering how much pain and how much confusion I had. And, and I remember asking the question, why didn't I get a job when I graduated? Why was it so difficult for me? And there was a turn when I asked a new question and things started to change. Instead of saying, why doesn't Princeton do this for me? I asked, what can I do for Princeton? And it hit me and I said, you know what? There might be other student athletes just like me who don't understand the concept. So I created a program. The program was called Profound Ivy. It was a mentoring program. And I said, can I get some of the student athletes together and we'll come in and we'll talk about networking and professional development and academic efficiency? And the athletic department looked at me and they said, oh, that's awesome. Uh, we won't pay you for it, but this is great. <laughs> Go ahead. And so that's what I did. Nine to five, you work. And then six to nine, I was doing my own thing of how I could contribute back. And it was interesting because the group grew, right? It was eight students, and then it was 12 students, and then it was 25 students, and then it was 40 students, and then it was 70 students. And then I get an email from the university president and says, um, did you create the Profound Ivy mentoring program? Yes, it's me. It's like, uh, well, I would like to come support it and financially support it as well. Is that okay? <laughs> you guys could clap for that. 
there's a point here. I'm, I'm trying, I want to drill this in. And I remember at that moment, Profound Ivy was a, was a mentoring program for student athletes and has been running ever since I left the campus. And I thought to myself, I was just one guy out of a 130 person department with one idea that came from me changing my question from being a selfish act to a selfless act, from what can this community give me to what can I contribute to this community? I'll say that one more time. I changed the question in my head from what can this community give me to what can I contribute to this community? And I learned something amazing, and I hope that you can take this nugget right here, is that when you switch the question in your mind from what can I get from this community to what can I uniquely give, the doors open up. Opportunities come flooding through. It's an amazing mindset perspective. It's amazing change. Something that I learned at the age of 24 and I will never forget to this day. Every community that I'm a part of, any door that I walk in, my first question is 5149. What can I give to this situation? 50-50, when you meet someone new, a 50-50. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, my name is Isaac. Hey, nice to meet you, Rick. Boom. 51-49. Be the 51. Everybody repeat after me. Be the 51. A little bit more. Be the 51. In any situation or an environment you want to be a part of and you want to say, how do I extract that value? I promise you this wins every time. If you guys see, I'm walking around and I have this shirt and two words are plastered on my chest and it says, one says inform and the other says inspire. And they're two words that I absolutely live by. Inform, right? Inform means the information that's coming to you from the outside, right? How do we take information from the outside to make us better? Second word is inspire. Everybody say inspire. So I took a little bit of Latin, so inspire, inspirare, right? So spirare is the spirit, so the spirit within. So information comes from without, inspiration comes from within. And when you put the two together, you can do some amazing things. There's a guy by the name of Howard Thurman, and he was the mentor to Martin Luther King and Mahatma Gandhi. He was a deeply spiritual and reflective man. And the way in which he wrote and the way in which he spoke, everything that I read from him, it's just like powerful. But this one quote is fitting. Don't ask what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Don't ask what the world needs. If you saw it, the most amazing part of when each and every individual was sharing their idea, can you feel how much emotion and passion they had in their idea? Right? Gripping the mic like just ready to because this was an idea. When you have a great idea, it comes from somewhere deep, right? It allows you, every single one, when I'm listening and you guys are listening to these stories, there's a passion behind it. 
there's a helping a community behind it. There's not only a what's your why, but who's your why behind it. There's a vision. So the quote again is do not ask what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. You either know what you want to do or you don't. And if you don't, the more you keep hitting your head against the wall trying to figure that out, it's not going to come to you. And so we're faced with this cold, hard reality that we need to make decisions about our career before we've got any knowledge of how to make them. We know that most people will get the choice wrong in their heart. There's a study by the University of Phoenix that says that over 70% of people under the age of 30 want to change careers. So you're forced to make this decision before you know how to make the decision. And then once you do, you're going to feel like it's wrong. So we're forced to feel like we're failures in this sense. The majority of people come out of school and feel like the choice they made was the wrong choice. So instead of putting so much pressure on the answer to that question, what do you want to do? We need to help students get much more excited about the question. To explore that because it's not about the right platform creating the right life. There is no right platform. You find a platform and then you start to build it and start to adjust it to make it fit your life. So many people feel like, I got the answer wrong, now I'm screwed. You're not screwed, you just need to start thinking about it a different way. And so that was the epidemic. And it's not just you, it's not just me, it's almost everyone. That idea that you're gonna change careers five or seven times, there's actually no group who studies that. There's no group that says this is a career change and you're gonna do it this many times because nobody can define what a career change is. The best way to think about this is you have one career. You have one journey of work, one life's work. And so the important thing is to figure out how to navigate that one path as opposed to feeling like you're gonna be able to do something for a little while and then jump onto a different track because here's the challenge. People come out of school in their career and they feel like they made the wrong choice. And so they feel like they've got one of three options. They can either just keep doing the same thing even though they don't like it. They look at their boss's job, they don't want it. So they can either just keep doing that, climb that ladder, or they can disengage and feel like, this isn't for me, I'm gonna live for my evenings and my weekends. Or the third option is they feel like they can kind of start all over again. But starting all over again becomes very difficult, even though in our brain it makes sense because a couple years into your career, you actually earn a bit more than when you started. But your life costs a little bit more as well, and so very quickly, you feel like you're stuck on this path. And so we see so many people start to lose satisfaction at work, lose happiness at work, because they feel like, I made the wrong choice, and now there's nothing I can do about it. This is what I'm doing, and it's not ideal, so this is what I wanna do, and I can find a way to start to bend my path to do more and more and more of that, because I've only got one path, I've only got one journey, so how do I make the most of that one journey? That's the question. But the first question is, what's your dream life? And so many people have a general idea of that. They'll see the success of somebody else and feel like, well, that looks like a dream, that must be for me. But they've never put the time in to actually figure out what is the specific life that I'm looking for? What's the specific mix of life and work that I'm looking for? So for me, 
I'm seeking extreme flexibility through my work. Extreme flexibility so I can go and do the things that I want to do and still work as I'm doing it. So I'm not running away from my work when I go away to different countries. I'm actually embedding that in my life's work. And so as a result, I needed to get really good at something unique, something so unique that others had value in. And when I did that, it allowed me to be in control. One of the challenges we have with jobs nowadays is that we allow somebody else to own our control of work. We allow somebody else to write down our job description, to define the boundaries of our work. And so as, as a result, we never declare it for ourselves. And it's totally a mistake that people make. You need to be in control of your life's work. You need to be in control of what you do with your productive time. And once you start to own that, once you start to own the path, get good at something very unique that others have value in, you can start to shape the career and life that you want. Graduates, I have some very important advice for you. This is the very thing that I wish someone had told me when I was graduating. When I was graduating, I felt hopeless. I felt lost, I felt alone. My parents had been sending me letters for the five months leading up to my graduation, counting down to the moment where they were no longer going to help me financially. And so as I walked out of university, I had no idea how to make the dream that I had in my head actually come true. And I think that my life would be very different if somebody had told me the following, it is okay to be poor right now. It is okay to be poor right now. So your goal right now should not be to make the most money possible. It should be to build your ideal life. And the way that you're going to do that, you're gonna find the person who's already living your ideal life and you're gonna give them the following speech. I will work harder and smarter than anyone you've ever met and I will do it for free for 90 days. At the end of those 90 days, if you'd rather pay me than lose me, then I've got a job. And if not, we shake hands and we part ways, no hard feelings, because you will have gotten knowledge and connections. And knowledge and connections is the currency that you should be obsessed with at this point in your life, because that is gonna be the thing that shapes you. That's gonna be the thing that sets you up for your career. I believe that my life would be fundamentally different if somebody had told me that instead of me having to stumble my way into that. So my challenge to you guys is this week, I want you to identify the people that are living your ideal life I want you to reach out to them as many as you can and try to get in front of them so that you can make that appeal. And then the person who lets you in the door, I want you to actually make good on your promise and work harder and smarter than anyone else to put more energy into something, to be more enthusiastic, more upbeat, and to never let anything be beneath you. The person that comes in with that level of hustle and is uplifting other people, they're gonna be the kind of person that people want to stick around. So if you're gonna take this challenge on, I want you to drop in the comments below that you're in and then put who it is that you think is living your ideal life. All right, guys, get after it. I'm telling you, if I had had that advice, it would have changed the course of my life. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.